welcome to Don't Be All Like and Cool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. My name is Julia, and I'm here with Alex. Hello. Hello. And uh, taglineless Alex. Yes, and we are also awardless here. And Elizabethless. But we are not homeless, and we are not toothless. So That's right. things are looking up. <laughs> um, so should we just dive right in? Ooh, yeah. Do you want to start? Start with a reunion and end with a reunion? Yes, sure. Let's start with Salt Lake City. Yes. Second reunion episode. I did feel bad for Monica, but the problem is because we haven't addressed the elephant in the room because we're saving that for the It's so third funny because I feel like that's all we've been talking about. I know, but we haven't been addressing it. Andy just keeps pushing it off. Like, oh, well, Heather's yeah. going to say why she's mad at you later. And Lisa can right. confront you about this later which makes sense because if they were to launch right into that at the top we wouldn't get great segments like having to hear about monica and her mom i mean i my heart goes out to monica it's clearly like or actually probably more monica's daughters because this is just like yeah toxic 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 yeah and to echo like what elizabeth was saying last time um elizabeth who isn't here so we must speak for her it's hard to really care what Monica's saying mm-hmm. in a way that's weird for a housewife because, like, usually it's fun, like, when they're liars. Like, he's not, not a housewife, but Jax Taylor, when he lies at a reunion, it's so fun because yeah. you see right through it. But with Monica, it's like she really, really wants you to be on her side and thinks she's right and then is immediately, like, proven wrong. Right. And then it just makes it tough to really empathize with anything going on with her. Even if it is like, well, yeah, clearly her mom's awful to her, but. But she's clearly yeah, like an unreliable narrator. So when you hear it from yeah. her point of view, ugh, yeah. But she has a great ally with Mary who is shown a recording of Monica talking shit and is like, we should hear her out. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I like about Mary being there is it is funny to me to have Andy Cohen have to defend everybody to Mary. Andy is so <laughs> yeah. on the defensive with Mary, and I find that funny. Does he funny. hate her? I think he's tired of her, for sure. That's so funny, because he used to say that she was, like, the best thing that happened to Bravo in so long in that first season. I don't know where I'm pulling this from, but I think he knew her before Salt Lake City was ever a thing. So the argument could be made that she's the reason Salt Lake City exists. Interesting. So he, like, knew of her and was like, what other freaks are here? Like he had met her and then he did a deep dive and found four great women and Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but also too, just to stand up for Monica a little bit after I've like, I don't care about her. She can leave. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing that we haven't got into the reality Vontese of it all, that was all set up to out Jen. Mm-hmm. And the women themselves have said, we like ride deep with Jen Shaw. We defended her to the core. Their big issue is that they had to defend Jen and really hold her hand through all of the reality Von T's accusations. Like that is the big issue with reality Von T's because we're not really pulling out what it said about Meredith, Lisa, Whitney, and Heather. So Right, and when they do mention that, it seems like they were very... I don't really know this, but like when when they reference like insults towards them, 
like there's a, only a handful, whereas like you're saying, it feels like it was really focused in on Jen. Right. And so they were really there and they all stuck together and that's a great quality. But also Jen is currently in prison. So don't mm -hmm. they wish that they hadn't rode so hard? And we're about to hear Heather, her whole confession about getting punched by Jen. Right. So, but I don't quite get why Monica's a villain for creating reality. Fontes. I think that they're mainly mad that this woman has so clearly been trying to get on the show for so long. And she was so sneaky about it. She's sort of the face of the online trolls that like a housewife experiences in their tenure. It's like with one of the trolls got onto the cast and they weren't aware that's oh i see they've been infiltrated they've been infiltrated i think that's mainly why they're so mad at her but it's also like these trolls that keep these women alive during the cold harsh winters of non-filming that is true out of all of the franchises salt lake city relies on the trolls to keep them relevant it's true and meredith's absurd amount of things <laughs> though no, i get it i yeah. love her she said like one thing this <laughs> she's doing great she looks amazing yeah whitney however do we want to move on to miami oh yeah so miami fun beach fashion show week but our beautiful model stars were dressed in moo-moos. Yeah, and they liked when one of them did it and didn't like when the other one did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I found interesting. I would have rather had both of them very scantily clad. It's so impressive that women of a certain age are allowed to like walk this runway and then we get them and you can't see a speck of skin. Well, Julia hadn't done it in a while. Or Julia hadn't done it ever, the swimsuit portion, and she hadn't walked a oh, runway okay. since... I don't know when. She yeah. keeps showing pictures of herself at 18. So since she was right. young. Yeah, that was the majority of the episode, wasn't it? I'm trying <laughs> to think of what else happened. Oh, and like a sort of um, acknowledgement that Nicole's not to blame and that Adriana is to blame. Yes. And then it was brought up, my theory was backed. They're jealous of Nicole. Yeah. So yay, I win. Hopefully that's the end of that. Uh, drama. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I need more Linny. There was a, like a sad lack of Linny in this episode and I missed him. That is like the main drama this season. And I know this isn't just me never have anything to say about Miami. I know it's very hard to me, <laughs> for me to say, which is so sad because like I went into the season being like, everyone loves this one. I can't wait. But I feel like I'm entering at a bad time. Like, well, for Gertie, for sure. She's having a hard time. It's just sad. Yeah. It's sad when you have someone who, like, has to hone in so much on reality because they're going through something so hard. And, right. you know, I'm very impressed that she's here and showing us her journey. But it's also, like, she's forcing the other women to look at the world, you know, more reality-based. And that's just something we cannot have on these shows. I'm surprised though her drama with Larsa is sort of faded away. And then it's odd that Larsa didn't go watch Julia's runway show, and then Larsa was the first to leave the bus and ditch Kiki's after party. Like, where is Larsa? Her and Marcus are, they were planning what they were going to do on Traders this season. They're putting a game plan together. Oh my gosh, have you been watching Traders? 
I know they're on okay, it. Okay, I've watched it. It's amazing. I've been spoiled as to like when one of them leaves. Oh, what, Marcus? Yeah, yeah. That's right. We're not. This isn't yeah, a exactly. podcast. Exactly. Not a Traders podcast. And if it was, people best be caught up. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Potomac. Oh, yeah. So, one. Even the people that are theoretically like on his side are like side eyeing him. Right. He didn't have to do a random call to try to get a job on camera mic'd up, but he chose yeah. to do that. And I think he may have thought that perhaps they would hire him on the spot or else why do it with a mic on? It did not go his way. And it left me just feeling so sad. And then his, like, the double date cooking excursion. Yeah, where Mia just went at him, which I appreciated. Thank you, Mia. I do, too. And she's just kind of, like, laughing, being like, "You're, I know you, man. You're a gut. Um, but it's all funny because, like, he spent so much of his time telling Robin to, like, not put any emphasis on, like, him. And yet, every time he shows up in this show, it's like, it couldn't be more about him trying to make a case for himself or <laughs> just, like, losing it completely. It is the one show. Sad. Sad. Last season, it was the Chris show. Yes. Where Chris, <laughs> I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, we haven't seen him. They had, like, that picnic together early and that on. that was it. Hey, I, compl- I get it. I totally get it. Why Chris doesn't want to be on the show? Yeah. yeah. Totally. He had a woman come up and say hi to him last season and then accused him of, like, <laughs> wanting to have an affair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Sesame Street lady. Um, another, kind of like um, last week's Miami that had this nice, like, thematic thread mm-hmm. of, like, parenting. This week we had, this was a very serious yes. Potomac episode. And there was like, just, like, a, um, a strand throughout of, like, women protecting themselves. Potomac's really good about it, where they'll have, like, a quote-unquote important episode where the women do kind of, like, realize they're bonded by, like, more than being on a Bravo show. Right. And it also is just um, furthering the best development this season, the Giselle and Karen love for one another. They do love each other. (laughs) Now, somebody who didn't see that there's more to life than this show is Candace, who, when Giselle was trying to ask advice about how to protect her daughters, Candace just, how dare she care about her daughters when she didn't care about my marriage? Yeah, well, (laughs) but that's also why I love Candace. Yes. Wendy's mom. Uh, What was your read on her performance in that scene where Wendy brought up all the NECA drama? Wendy's mom, 100% went after NECA and Wendy a hundred percent knew that her mom was having surgery when she was in Nashville. What gives, what gives it all away? The way that um, her mom does the classic Bravo straw sip. She did the Bravo straw sip. She also kept nicknaming the friend who I can't remember the name or nickname of at this point. Oh the yeah. Sister's friend. She's made it seem like she knew her really well and then she could barely remember her name. It was just Both of them, both of them were like mispronouncing it. Right? Okay. Yeah. They like had a story and they were sticking to it, but they couldn't remember the story they were sticking to. That's the vibe I got. It's it is funny when 
something, a scene feels like they staged or like they had rehearsed or like, we're okay, mom, we're going to talk about this thing, kind of clear the air. And then mm-hmm. when they're doing it, they want to act like it's not staged to the point where it gets confusing. Right. They, <laughs> they really don't know what they're where talking they about. were. <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt. And so I think that's why that and the straw in the stimmed wine glass, those two <laughs> things did it for me. Uh, so like Wendy's brother, who she got into that scene, I think to maybe help him out because he wants mm-hmm. to like get into film. It's like, oh, a little exposure for my brother. And then he blows it immediately. (laughs) It's like, oh, I'm majoring in film. No, uh, theater. They're the same thing. Huh? Cut. (laughs) Beverly Hills? Yes. Let me start by saying I take back everything I said early on this season. I love the season of Beverly Hills. It's so funny. It is the best. And I don't like Anna Marie. But she is necessary. She's adding that perfect, trivial, hospital smell type drama to the show that is great. Guess to back Crystal up, because I did an embarrassing thing where Crystal said, Anna Marie said she was an anesthesiologist when I first met her. Mm -hmm. And I, too, thought Anna Marie told us she was an anesthesiologist when we first met her because I made a joke that only Bravo doctors are anesthesiologists, and now Mm -hmm. we have three. When Anna Marie was like, I never said that. I actually went back to find when we met Anna Marie. Funny story. We meet her on the seventh episode. So I was really doing a lot of scrolling. We do? Through what? Yes. The seventh episode of this. What episode are we on right now? Oh, we're on the 12th episode. We've only known her for five eps. Right. Wow. And when we met her, because I rewatched it, she says, I'm in anesthesiology well she got the anesthesiologist very mad at her did you see this yes i did also (laughs) keep sending us texts yeah people are not fans and then she responds but she puts the blame on crystal in her response a certain cast member is just thirsty for a storyline but anna marie is giving her that storyline yes and we have to thank her for that right why do I feel like Crystal has gets like one outburst like this a season and everyone forgets that she has them, but they do happen. Like the women are always like, wow, we've always wanted to see this Crystal. I feel like she usually gets like a pretty big thing at least once a season. But this time she actually is like calling someone a bitch and not just saying, I'm not going to say what Sutton said in the basement. Right, right. And she's saying it now on Sutton's behalf. How the tables turn in these shows. The Crystal and Sutton is like, the joy I get from that is like the joy I get from watching like Heather and Whitney fight over Lisa. Yes, it, it is the same joy. Anna Marie pretending that Crystal is the one to bring up Sutton maybe or may not having eating disorder. It's bold. And I honestly think unplanned. I think Anna Marie is just going in so hot. Mm-hmm. I would like to think there was tact in this, but there is no tact. Nope. And it doesn't even like land. Like, no. Even Sutton's like, hmm. <laughs> but beyond that, just a lot of funny stuff this app. There was the dentist that hit on Erica. I will never worry about Erica again. She is going to do just fine in the open market mm-hmm. to her dentist. She's not even considering him. Maybe one of the final scenes we'll ever see of Kyle and Mo together. Great dissolution of a marriage episode. <laughs> He was high in that limo. Yeah, they both were. Kyle comes across as like an aggressive high. 
which is something yes. I rarely see. All right, should we finish Southern Charm? Mm-hmm. The season finale. Mm-hmm. Olivia gets a downgrade for me. <gasps> Most of this episode, we talk about Olivia and who supported her post her brother's death. Yeah. Cut to Taylor's brother has passed and received no support. Yeah. And we don't even address it. No. We're like, because Olivia's brother died during filming, she is allowed to have feelings and be supportive. But because Taylor's brother died post-filming, we don't care. That's yeah. the vibe I got. And it was an awful feeling to have. I think for whatever reason, this episode is the one that made me go like, oh, I feel horrible for Taylor. I feel horrible for Taylor. Just overall, like everyone in this show has done something similar to what she did. And they're treating her like Tom Sandoval. Mm Mm-hmm. And the only one who feels the way we feel is Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Crazy. That came out of nowhere. He doesn't want to be on the show. I don't no. really know why he's there. He's angry at everyone. He hates people. <laughs> he was the only one to stand up for Taylor, so thank God he showed up. Yeah, and Austin called one of the things he said a brilliant analysis. <laughs> I was not expecting him at all to be like a person to come out and like defend Austin and Taylor, but... But that was the only reason he showed up. And it's funny that it took me this long to be, like, Team Taylor, because, like, deep, I was always in my heart of hearts Team Austin. (laughs) (laughs) The charm that boy has. I'm worried about your Bravo boy, Craig. Uh Uh-oh. You think he's getting off to scot-free right now? I think so. I think everyone likes him. Everyone's like, Craig can do no wrong. And he just has this Cheshire Cat smile throughout. I know I'm worried for him too. For him. I'm worried that this is the peak and it's only downhill from here. Because this is the best he's ever behaved at a reunion. Well, he stayed the night at Paige's and she didn't let him do his pre-reunion uh-huh. shenanigans. And he was even like stepping in as Andy a few times asking questions. <laughs> Andy complimented him on his questions and he did it without a cue card. But the minute there's any sort of, like, real issue with Paige, I think this cast is going to tear him apart. Oh, totally. But you know who won't? Austin. True. That's one thing I like about him. He hinted at JD being a bad dude. Right. And he could have offered specifics, which I know there probably are. Oh, yeah. But he didn't. Do you think he just knows that it will all come to light? I think he knows, because this is... This happens to him every season. He's always the one in the hot seat over Mm -hmm. some stupid thing. I think he knows this will just roll off him like everything else. Okay, so he doesn't have to defend himself that hard. No. No. JT did pooter out, though. Like, it was our prediction he wouldn't. Yeah. I think Elizabeth actually said he's going to say, just say the things I said earlier. And JT did literally say, will you just repeat what I said earlier? Yeah, yeah. He, He tuckered himself out. Poor JT. Nowhere for him to go at a certain point. Right. Do you think Shep and Taylor are getting married? No. Do you think they're getting back together? Do you think they'll be back together by this I time? think they'll always get back together. Okay. I think that'll be a thing that's just a constant. Okay. But Shep's not getting married. Maybe when he's like 70 years old. 
He's at a male retreat right now. Like the one that, um, like a Louis retreat? <laughs> like a Louis retreat. A Louis from New Jersey retreat. Well, clearly, like, male bonds are the most important thing in his life. Yes. Seeing how upset he got over Austin not talking to him for two weeks. And I think Austin and Craig are still on the outs with him, is the impression I get from him being on a male retreat and not hanging out with Austin. I love Shep. Are you worried for next season, or do you think we'll be okay? My only worry is that they continue to drag out the Taylor-Austin drama for a lack of anything else going on. But if it is a season full of Shep trying to be in recovery mode, but slipping in and out of it, that could be a lot of fun. He did seem genuinely disappointed that his rum punch didn't have rum in it. Yeah, that seemed like a surprise to him. (laughs) Like he had already forgotten he was sober. Maybe that's why his toast this season felt the most like stitched together and (laughs) not coherent but good season overall oh great season overall would you give it a big Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would give it a 10 out of 10 wow yeah wouldn't you i think it was i would and i think that it's getting a lot of other people into the show this season in the way that like last season of vanderpump got a lot of people starting it from the beginning oh that happened with this Oh, the people who get the treat of starting Southern Charm from the beginning. So problematic. God, to be scandalized like that again. Sandoval is nothing compared to what T-Rav did. No. Or Whitney. It's a great show. It shouldn't be on TV. Those early seasons should not have been allowed on TV. (laughs) No, and they should be pulled. But thank (laughs) goodness they still are there. All right, Alex. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.